0: This is taken from Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 to 30. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advantage the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim whether from false motifs or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit, Christ Jesus Christ, that what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but I will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labour for me. Yet what yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire them to part and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body, convinced of this, I will know I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, when, whether I come and see you, or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you will stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have.
1: When things are tough, it always helps to know why. When we're faced with a challenge that we really believe in, we can endure almost anything. In my mind I can see a young woman cycling with all her might on a heavy bike determined to get to the top of a hill and complete a 38 mile ride. Why? Because the goal at the end was to get to Uganda. Professional athletes too rejoice when they go through suffering in their training because they always have one eye of their dream of a place on the podium. And around the world today there are countless scientists and researchers who are working long hours in the expectation that they will find a cure for the vac- or a vaccine for Covid-19. A Paul like them in prison is sustained by his own sense of calling and purpose to proclaim all that he has seen and learned from Jesus and he rejoices because his suffering and his chains have inspired others to speak out about Jesus fearlessly and he's not worried that some of them may not have the purest of motives so long as the good news about Jesus is proclaimed. I suspect that the family and friends of George Floyd will also, even in their grieving, have been encouraged and inspired by the huge movement that has been uh, galvanized in response to his suffering. And those words, I can't breathe. People have stood up. stand against that continued injustice and to shout loudly that it's just not acceptable now Paul isn't saying that being in prison is fair or that he's enjoying it but it is a price worth paying for what he believes in his faith in Jesus which is sustained he says by the prayers of his readers and by the help of the Holy Spirit and it's so inspiring that in comparison all his other circumstances are inconsequential. They're simply not important to him. Why? Because he is convinced that his life is safe in God's hands and that all that is happening now is preparing him for his final destination. Like the athlete, he is prepared to undergo whatever it takes to reach the finishing line. And he expresses that confidence in these words. For me, To live is Christ and to die is gain. So strong is this conviction that even though he longs to serve the church and to proclaim Christ all he meets, the desire to be united with Christ is almost stronger. He says, I'm torn between the two, shall I stay or go? But I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. Ultimately, we'll all die and many of us may not want to think about it and would sympathise with Woody Allen. He once said, I'm not afraid to die. I just don't want to be there when it happens. But what Paul has come to understand with his whole heart, soul, mind and body is that with Jesus, death no longer has any power. To belong to Jesus is to share in the fullness of his resurrection life. And that assurance is the wellspring, the source of his purpose in life, to follow Jesus, to become more like him, and ultimately to share him with all who will listen. And so from his prison, Paul writes the church in Philippi, urging them to remain faithful whatever circumstances they find themselves in. Whatever happens, he says, live a life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's inspiring. Just pause for a moment and think. This is a man who's been arrested, unjustly, imprisoned for years, held in chains, who survived attempts on his life and has no choice on what will happen to him next. Yet what he writes about is filled with confidence, with his joy and desire to see the others again and for them to flourish, to grow in their faith. I think we can see the church at work here. Paul is sustained by his faith in Jesus. He's encouraged by the prayers of his friends. He's excited by the fact that what is happening to him will serve to further his work in proclaiming Jesus and full of joy in seeking to inspire those friends to remain faithful. So often it's in the sharing of stories, the stories of suffering and joy and of our lives as we seek to serve God, that as we share those, we discover afresh our calling And our purpose and that we are inspired to further service. This passage is deeply personal to me. The words with Christ which is far better engraved on my mum's grave. She was in many ways a deeply private and shy person and uh, at the age of 52 she uh, got cancer and it stripped away many of the things that were so precious to her and probably brought back the pain that she'd had as a young person growing up when she experienced emotional and psychological abuse for many years. But she would found healing in Christ and in her illness people used to come and visit her and they would ask her if she was angry that God was letting this happen to her. And they told me that she would speak to them of the privilege of sharing in the suffering of all people as Jesus had suffered and that it's only as Christians walk with Christ through the suffering, that they can share the hope of life and become agents of God's transformation. And they told me how they went in to encourage her and came out with their faith and confidence, inspired and built up. So in this coming week, let's think about the stories that we have to share and share them with each other, to build each other up, to encourage ourselves to whatever happens live a life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen.